Hey, it's Carter Riley from Ring Addicts here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Also, it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Carter Riley from Ring Addicts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Don't have a listenership yet? That's cool. You can still make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tool Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts. This is Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. And now, introducing the hosts of Ring Addicts, Mad Attack and Blade. What's up, 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 boys? Not much, not much. Uh, I am so elated and excited to be here with you. Another podcast ready to record. My apologies about not being here for the past week. I had uh, wedding stuff to, to attend to. Um, my sister is getting married, so uh, I have family life to take care of. But again, I'm here with you live once again. Another podcast, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, corner to corner, turn uh, off the top rope with a superplex. Yes. Tonight is a superplex of a of a conversation that I'm gonna have with none other than Mad Attack about uh, the uh, events of the evening, and um, I I want my my co-hosts my my um, my hosts to uh, lead the night for me and uh, start this night with a bang, sir, Mad Attack. If you would lead us into this evening, please. <clears throat> um, are we uh are we are we gonna do Great American Bash or no? Oh, repeat that again. I couldn't hear you. Are, 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 are we doing Great American Bash or, or what's going on? Oh, Great American Bash. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm down for the Great American Bash. Uh. Yeah, go ahead. Start it uh, off with the Great American Bash. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't watch that. I was watching Dynamite. Uh, I, ah, okay. I did, try, okay. I did try and uh, look up, but uh, I didn't get, I didn't get too far in finding out what, what actually happened that night. Okay. That's- yeah. So, so we ended up doing Fighter Fest, and then we we decided that you know when you got back um, from holiday, you know we would just. Have you uh, cover Great American Bash? Oh, okay. No less, no less. And here I am. Here I am to uh, cover the Great American Bash. I'm so excited to be here once again in front of you guys. Uh, 
before I want to go into the Great American Bash, I want to shout out first-time listeners, next-time listeners. I want to shout out the the disabled fans that rock out wrestling arenas all around the world. I want to shout out uh, the healthcare workers that that make sure that we're still healthy and we're still alive. I want to I want to shout out every single person that comes to this podcast from I guess the the notification of a new podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you from turnbuckle to motherfucking turnbuckle, corner to corner, pillar to post. Off the turnbuckle, I'm here to be here with you in terms of wrestling fans, and that's what keeps the wrestling fan universe pumping and thriving. I'm going to start Fast and Furious, NXT Great American Bash. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whoever did the writing for the Great American Bash, it was it was done quite properly, I must add. Candice O'Ray and Maya Mia, excuse me, Mia Lim started this pay-per-view fast, furious, and hard. Just like I I, I was I was shocked how great this match was. From the beginning of it, I just couldn't turn my eyes away from it. The terrific viciousness of what these women, especially Mia Yim, who she's become, like, like she is, to me, she is the female embodiment of Luna Vachon inside the ring. And, and to me, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see hopefully, hopefully Mia Yim becomes the character that I really want her to be. She is the female embodiment to hardcore, and I really feel like she's the only female that can really take on Shayna Baszler. Uh, She is the only, and I'm going to repeat myself, it's not going to be Charlotte Flair. It's not going to be Asuka. No. It's not going to be Bailey, but it's going to be Mia Yim. And uh uh newsflash. We are ring addicts. Pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle. I will tap on this ring. I will crawl into this ring for that 10 count and I will tell you that we will tell you the truth. Mia Yim will carry this company forward because it was a simple point to this match between her and Candice LeRae that I realized how important and pivotal of a character that she actually is. So, a fantastic match. I mean, there were amazing spots of Candice LeRae going through the table and fighting it out. And uh, strikes from brass knuckles being pulled out. Like, holy crap, this was... And not only that, but Mia Lim, Mia, excuse me, Mia Yim, coming out with Timbaland boots. Uh, I, I have affinity with Timbaland boots. We call them butters. And she coming out with the butters on. Oh, oh, that was so sexy. Um, I must say, she is a fantastic wrestler, regardless of how this match ended. Though Candice LeRae picked up the pin, what was the most important moment of this match was at the 
end of the match, regardless of Mia Yim getting hit with a spinning, how, how do I say this? A spinning neck buster off the top of the rope onto a, a pallet of chairs. At the end of it, she took one of the chairs, sat it into the middle of the ring, and laughed. To me, this is when WWE goes, um, she's not about the wins and losses. She is the she is the phenom. She is the beast of the women's division, and you need to give that to her. Uh, so, here's a gem to you, WWE. Please do not take your creative writing and destroy Mia Yim from this pin. Because right now, believe it or not, I'm so into what she is. And uh, uh, that that's from Blaze at the beginning of this. And uh, we're only, what, three, four minutes in, in this? So uh, I want to shout out all first-time listeners, next-time listeners. I want to shout out the healthcare workers out there uh, doing their job, busting their ass, working and making sure that we're healthy to provide you another podcast. Again, we are Ring Addicts. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. So uh, let's uh, roll through the night of NXT, the Great American Bash. And uh, they gave us a cool little match of Bronson Reed versus Tony Nese. Uh and developing uh, Bronson Reed, obviously, after he lost his match against Cameron Grimes. But uh, it was a good a good watch of uh, Bronson Reed. Tony Nice and it, it, they're both athleticism. But ultimately, Bronson Reed lands a splash on top of uh, Tony Nice for the 1-2-3 win. And it was a, it was a good filler. I want to call it a filler match. Um. Great American Bash was a cool pay-per-view. Of course, there has to be lows and there has to be highs and there has to be lows throughout all the pay-per-view. But I was thoroughly pleased with the product. Uh, So whoever did the writing, thank you, thank you, thank you. Not only that, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is Blaze here with you, Mad Attack, Mouse, Pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle. I'm here to drag myself to the ropes and break the 10 count because I'm so glad to be with you, the fans. How you doing, Matt? I just want to check in on you after my little rant. No, uh, I'm doing good. And uh, I, I want to add a few things to your rant. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I I, ag- I agree with you that um, Yim... Uh, would be a great contestant for uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, th- that I can see that in her and everything. Um, <clears throat> for the time being, though, until Mia Yim gets to Raw or you know gets to go up against Shayna Baszler, um, I don't know if it will happen ever because right now Nia Jax is uh, either suspended or just not. I don't know. I think it has something to do with the fact that she's been very, very violent. I mean, yo, uh, yo, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, 
Yo, fuck Nia Jax. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I don't like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Either. I, I, I've never really liked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit her with a chair shot. Nia Jax, you have not proved to the public that you can actually, I guess, work safe within the company. But if you were gonna be in the greatest promotion company ever, and you're going to, I guess flub up this opportunity there you go Nia Jax I mean maybe you you and your thought was like oh yeah I'm gonna go up against like something like uh Shayna and I I want to be a stiff worker but um I don't know uh, Nia Jax you are a woman you are fighting women you must understand in your realm what you are fighting. You will hurt every single person because of the size of the person you are. And trust me, I know. Again, I'm a 340-pound guy. Do you understand how I hold a teacup in my hand? I swear to God, I wish I don't ever break a teacup in my hand. Shout out to all the people that drink tea. I I do drink tea from time to time. Tea is good. Oh oh yeah, no, it's good. It's uh you know relaxing and you know mm-hmm. it, um there's uh lots of different benefits of tea. And, oh uh, tea, tea, yeah, especially after drinking. I mean, I'm a big coffee drinker. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts. I drink a lot of a lot of coffee. Um, I must say. Coffee is one of those things that gets me through it. American runs on Dunkin'. Shout out. I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to make a sponsor out of Dunkin' Donuts, but goddamn, coffee makes sure that I'm running full tilt, full bore, ready to yeah. come off the ropes and be excited to be here with you again. I'm so happy to be here with you, Mad Attack and Mouse. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out again. I want to shout out the disabled fans of wrestling because you guys have been so special to wrestling to me that you don't mm. even realize. I, I definitely want to shout out the disabled wrestling fans. They are special because I know when I was in the TD Garden and I've, I've walked through and I actually got to talk to some of these people that their wrestling knowledge is so fantastic because they're so keyed in and glued into to the product. Uh, which I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant later on, but it's gonna be saved and it's going to be short and concise and to the point where we will all understand where I'm coming from. Uh, again, so we're talking about. NXT Bash at the Beach, which was absolutely bonkers, and I enjoyed every single second of it. Uh, you mean Great American Bash, right? Sorry. Wait, what did you say? What did you say? He said Bash at the Beach, and I'm like, oh, oh God, did? AEW's oh. going to sue us. <laughs> uh, Mouse. No, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mouse. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. My phone oh, wow. closed on me, and I, I was hey, not used able to, to read my notes. Cody, we, we love the Nightmare family. Please do not do not sue us. Yo, we, we didn't know. Hey, it was a mistake. Hey listen, hey, listen, we grew up in the 90s, so we grew up 
with those two pay-per-views being held under the same promotion. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Yo, you know, Matt Attack, you know, th- th- this is one of these things that, like, that name, the, the Great American Bash, the Bash at the Beach, that's, it was so jumbled in my mind as a wrestling fan. Oh, and yeah, me too. We've, we've I, I, always put, I always put those two pay-per-views together because actually, in actuality, back in the 90s, it was that way. It was June... Great American Bash, and then July was Bash at the Beach. Exactly. They've always been, like, side by side, you know? (laughs) And here we are on July 14th, like, rolling through, and I'm just like, oh, in my mind, I have it circled, and I'm just like, please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. Uh, Hold on one moment. So after we go through this absolutely incredible match between Candice LeRae Mia Yim Candice LeRae wins this match and uh, I hats off to her winning but to me uh, aside from the pin Mia Yim to me was the winner to what this was and I was so applauding to the end of this match even by myself so we went through the uh, Bronson Reed story, Tony Nese, which was uh, a filler match. And then we get to the point of uh, Robert Stone trying to recruit a new member. And uh, he's trying to go about in, uh, recruiting Shotzi Blackheart and makes his case. But during the whole uh, situation, he ends up tossing his coffee in. Who, hit, who does he hit? Killian Dane, which oh man, <laughs> which is an awful thing for a guy such as Robert Stone to to, uh, to spill coffee on Killian Dane, and Killian Dane does not take apologies lightly, and he tosses him. And not only does he toss him, but Shanti Blackheart takes her little mini toy tank and runs runs over Robert Stone's leg, and uh, that was the end of that promo, and uh, that was a defeat from my point of view for Robert Stone and his brand. And uh, so we get to the next uh, match, which we have Isaiah Swerve. Swerve. Swerve, Scott versus Johnny No Heart Also Gargano. The 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 uh, quintessential bad boy of NXT, if you will, which was a con- con- uh, I must say a health- highly contested match. Excuse me, gentlemen, a highly contested match. Go back and watch a match between both of these gentlemen via Evolve, and I I must say even for me watching that, hats off to Vince McMahon putting his money where his mouth is and actually buying the whole catalog of what Evolve. Am I correct, sir? Oh, yeah, he did. He, they bought Evolve, uh, like, I want to say it was a couple of weeks ago. Or... What What a hell of a move that was. Yeah. Because, because honestly, if you are a fan of wrestling and you want to watch something different... Take a chance and roll through your YouTube. Shout out to Evolve. Roll through your, roll through and just type in Evolve, and you'll see some of the most creative matches of individuals from NXT to WWE to AEW 
that have wrestled that will blow the doors off of what you've seen in in the business. And so, um, of course, Vince McMahon, you got no chance, no chance in hell to to uh, to actually encounter this man and actually, uh, I guess top him because he's seeing all corners and foul to it. So uh I applaud you, Vince McMahon, for buying Evolve because I've definitely been enjoying it as of lately. I, I it, it popped up amongst my algorithm on YouTube just because I am a ring addict. Pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, corner to corner, pillar to post, off the turnbuckle with a spinning hurricane rana. I am here to tell you the truth. And uh, Mouse, my man with the most, can you run through those credits, sir? Yes, yes. But uh, before before I go through the credits, I do have some devastating news to report through the NWA. NWA's Vice President David Lagania has resigned after um, some dirty allegations of sexual misconduct by... Stephanie Savage, I believe. So right now, NWA has halted all production until their management ladder is complete. You dirty dick, me too, motherfucker. Um, that was in my opinion, and only in my opinion. I'm not putting that on mouse. NWA power. I hope you're back up and running and you get the, rid of this scumbag that is pulling some, some shit or you get rid of the parties that are lying upon this man's name. Regardless of the matter, we are dedicated to the ring. We are not de- dedicated to a person. We are not dedicated to a place. The thing we are dedicated to is the ring. Again, we are ring addicts. So, um, I want to go into the next part of, of hold on my phone. Let me, let me open that. Okay. We go into the Io Shirai, uh, storyline. Uh, it was, it's pretty simple. Both women are incredibly competitive women. Uh, both of them have gone through their trials and tribulations to get to the top. And they both want to, they both want to stand at the, at the, the precipice of what this company is and hold that title. So I hold this, this match as a fair, even match. I mean, again, any female can pull her pull her shot and hold her own a low blow, a dirty tactic, and uh, it developed their story. But um, I'm excited to watch both Tegan Knox and uh, and Io Shirai compete. I, I I honestly don't remember actually ever seeing both of these females compete against each other. I've always seen them compete with each other, but not against each other. Mad Attack. <clears throat> um, I don't believe so. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That because I was like just wondering in my mind, like, uh, have I ever seen these both of these females competing in each other again? 
Uh, that I draw a blank. But um, so so let's let's move along. Um, I I have been enjoying the uh the creation of this uh this uh Ligos de Fantasma with Joaquin Wild, Raul Mendoza, and Santos Fantasma. Uh, and I hope. The cruiserweight division, uh, I guess, has some more teeth and like more substance to it because it's definitely it's definitely inevitable for it to occur. And tonight there was a uh, a six man tag match. Obviously, as I stated, Legos de Fantasma with Joaquin Wild, Raúl Mendoza, Santos Fantasma versus. Brazango, which is Tyler Breeze, Fandango, and Drake Maverick. And uh, it was a cool match. I, I, it was very quick paced. It, it didn't, it developed the story further along and setting up to the eventual crushing of Drake Maverick, which moves the story along and shuts this little twerp down. I'm sorry, Drake Maverick. You don't deserve a title. I'm just going to lay it out as a fan. You you are a great competitor, but you don't need a title because like you weren't a you weren't a title holder. Like you really didn't exert anything that showed to me that you need to hold the title. There are certain characteristics to what a title holder has to have an emphasis, and you can prove me wrong. Mad Attack, please. I beg of you. Tell me there are characteristics wrong to holding the title belt, and, and I will shut my mouth. Part of holding the title is that everybody wants a piece of your ass, and Nobody wants to fight Drake Maverick, even as he's fighting for the title. Yeah, um, I, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I definitely agree with you. But at the same time, I do feel sorry for him. But, uh, but I agree with you. He's, he's titles don't titles. Nobody feels sorry. For oh the no, title. I don't feel sorry for the title. I, I don't think... No, no, but yeah. you mentioned sorry. You mentioned sorry. Again. 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 Hold on, Mad Attack. I look I look I'm looking further into what this is and you don't feel sorry for anybody. You feel there in your way to making this better. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Drake Drake Maverick is in the way of making okay. this better. I'm not sorry for you, Drake Maverick. You are next. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know he's he, he's not good. <laughs> he isn't. Uh, I, I I think he he might have he might have uh, really like you know he he might have he might be in better in a better way if he stayed with uh, Impact because I think. I think when he was Rockstar Spud, I think um, that was probably about... Rockstar Rockstar Spud was 
was an incredibly great character, and it actually translated to the uh, the WWE yeah. universe. Rockstar Spud. Um, the problem is, Rockstar Spud couldn't get to the next yeah, level. Ex- exactly, and that's basically what he had. What you know? Well, he's worse than that off now, but like, um, he- what? What is what? Is, and again, ring addicts, we evaluate what 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 essentially makes you get to the next level. What what we are ring addicts. What makes you have the it factor? Like to me, one of the most in, the pivotal factors of wrestling didn't actually incur in the ring. It was the encounter between Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. And that super kick created the it factor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um we we want to we want to capture yeah. and encapsulate the it factor to these characters. <clears throat> yeah, when uh when Sean when Sean turned heel, he became the it factor when he turned heel, you know? I mean, it, it took him a long time to get to the, uh, you know, to the heavyweight championship. But, but, yes. but like, yes. winning the Intercontinental Championship um, definitely was a big thing back in that day. You know, you could win the Intercontinental Championship yes. and you could win it, like, two and three times before winning any heavyweight championship and still feel like you're on top of the world because the Intercontinental Championship is, uh, well, back in that day, it was very, it was a very prestigious title. It still is today, but you know, it, um, I just think, uh, the way they, you know, like, um, certain superstars, they put a championship on certain superstars and it, it, and it, it just, the title and the person vanish, and then they all of a sudden pop, up, pop pop back up and defend it like once in a while. But I'm just running off topic. But uh, yeah. oh no 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 no! Actually, you aren't running off a topic. You actually said what this topic is, and uh, we're we're gonna point into what you said. So just hold that mm-hmm. off. You're right on topic. We're gonna continue gone continue on with the pay-per-view that is. Uh, just let me open my phone for a mm-hmm. solid second. Okay. Uh, so Santos Santos Fantasma wins off of a phantom driver on um, um, Maverick Drake gets his pin and um, the story continues at some point in time. There's going to be a title shot between those guys on the uh, chances are it's probably going to happen on the opening card. And uh, Drake Maverick, whatever you got to do to, I guess, make your hair look blonder or you got to make yourself look more angry, I don't buy the bullshit. Uh, just, just that's who I am. Again, Mouse, Mad Attack, I love you, love you to my heart of core. I want to shout out. All fans, first time listeners, 
next time listen. I want to shout out to the to the parents that allow their kids to watch wrestling. I want to shout out to the disabled kids that watch wrestling. I want to shout out the health workers that that bust their ass that aren't even allowed to watch wrestling. I want to shout out just every single person that is a wrestling fan. So I love you. I love you. I love you from the umpteenth part of my heart that we, the wrestling fans, run this business. And it's actually part of tonight's team. Uh, so we get to we get to uh, later on in the match. And, hold on. Give me a solid second for my phone to actually open. Yeah. My my phone, obviously, with the timeout. So we get to the so obviously Santasmo, Santos Fantasma wins his match against uh, Drake in that 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 uh, six man tag match. And but we get to the part of uh, how do I uh how do I go to this part? Um, the Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest. Did you did you watch any of that? Oh, uh, I didn't get to, but uh, um, I heard it was a good match though. So 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 um, these two gentlemen uh have been uh well, typically it has been Cameron Grimes poking and prodding at at Damian Priest all the time, gaining his attention, and uh, he finally finally got into. Who and what Damien Priest is, and my God, did he put on a performance of a lifetime uh, against this guy, uh, Cameron Grimes. It was a hell of a match. I, uh, hey, it's NXT. It's the, we're moving forward. I don't even care about counting the one, two, three pin, but we move forward. We're going to go to my favorite part of this pay-per-view. I'm going to start with... It's Adam Cole, baby. And I'm going to say the Undisputed Era has been one of the most... I don't know. It's It's... It's not DX, but it's so it's so fun. It's so fun, and I loved what this group is. The uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Root, like oh my gosh, the uh, Bob, uh, Roger Strong, and Adam Cole. This nucleus of undisputed era has been. An absolutely incredible creation to watch as a wrestling fan to uh, um, develop between my eyes. Uh, and I've enjoyed every single minute of it. Uh, and so we we enter the combination of that being Oh Baby versus Keith. Bask in my glory. Bask in my glory. Keith Lee, 
And uh, for both the North American title as well as the undisputed title. And my God, this title match did not let up at no point in it. I did not shed my eyes from the screen other than writing down how I felt about this match. And it was absolutely enthralling. And thank you. Thank you, WWE, for putting on a hell of a product during the pandemic. Like, Yeah, they've been doing a great job. Uh, uh, All of them have. I amongst, amongst the pandemic, I mean, hell, you know, this, it, it's even trippy. It's trippy to, for me to think about it because, obviously, I have affinity for AEW, right? I have an absolutely love for AEW, but to drive AEW to that next level of like um how do I how do I state it? That next level of it doesn't matter what's in our way, we will create it's been absolutely fantastic. For wrestling fans, we have been in absolutely enthralled to the product and we want to see more of it. The only thing that has sucked is that we haven't been involved. And we'll talk about that a little bit later down the show. But uh, as we go on, let's say... Thank you, thank you, thank you, NXT, AEW, WWE for putting on a product that has made us glued. And uh, it's a bit of an escapism, in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, thank you, Mad Attack. Uh, so... So I, I just want to say this. So this match between Keith Lee versus Adam Cole was absolutely enthralling. So we had the champion, the undisputed era, Crown King, baby, hold down the fort throughout this match. Even facing a formidable character such as Keith Lee and such a size and a towering physique, which I was I, I, I was shocked to see Adam Cole able to compete. Not only that, uh, seeing some of the moves that uh, Keith Lee was able to do, like, holy crap, like, that's... The the move set that Keith Lee is actually able to to produce is on a cruiserweight level. Like that that able to uh, move and even in his size and meld into being able to even do the sunset driver. 25, 30 minutes into a match, like, after you're exhausted, that's impressive as a large man. That's... Okay, I'm gonna go to a point that, uh, 
for me, Keith Lee is a character that I, I watch in um, anime. Keith Lee is a Majin Buu. Keith Lee is Majin, Majin Buu. From, uh, from um, I don't know if you know Majin Buu. Majin Buu is a character from... Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna sound a little trippy, but uh, Keith Lee is a character that I fucking love uh, from Majin Buu, which Majin Buu is a character who's pink, who is ma- uh, malleable. Is the word is malleable, and he's from a show that I've actually loved. Uh, I don't know since I've been like, I don't know, nineteen. I've I've loved this show, uh, and we're talking about uh, characters like Vegeta, talking about guys like uh, Goku. We're talking about Dragon Ball Z. Keith Lee is a Majin Buu character. Like, I don't understand how a man of his size and stature can actually move in... And be able to compete at the speed that he does, which is incredible to watch. And I was thoroughly happy with what I saw. I was thoroughly happy with the product that I saw for this product. And uh, NXT, thank you. Thank you. I applaud you as a fan. I, I am such a wrestling fan. Pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle. You, you are as a wrestling fan. I am what you need, and you just don't know that you need me. With that, with that, with that, with that, with that, I want to move into. A little interesting uh, quandary that I want to ask my co-host, Matt yes. Attack. <clears throat> Matt Attack. Yeah, I'm here. I want to ask you. Heavy. I want to ask you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to ask you about uh, SmackDown. Oh, sh- uh, sure. Go ahead. I um, I still have the notes, so yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. 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 I. I did uh, what was what was the worst or the last thirty? I guess the last thirty minutes to an hour of SmackDown. <laughs> was it a problem? Did you hate it? I want to hear you talk to me. Uh yeah. See, <clears throat> it's not that I like hated it. It hated what they did because I. I enjoyed seeing Naomi in action. I did. Um, but, like, the last time Naomi was in action, I think, was the first night she came back uh, after her and the Usos being gone for a long time. And uh, and I just I just think that's a shame that they, that they don't use her that much anymore for whatever reason. But, uh, you, you know, she she um they had they had the karaoke and then they they had a match because uh, Naomi won and Lacey thought Lacey didn't like that decision decision 
because uh, Jay Uso hosted it, so she uh, like t- took down Naomi, and then her and Naomi had a match, and that match ended up getting thrown out, and then the match after that was the tag team championship match, and you know I I love New Day, I do, but I I'm I'm intrigued by uh, WWE's uh, um, thought of having Shinsuke and Cesaro as tag team champions. So I was actually rooting for Shinsuke and um, Cesaro on Friday. But uh, that match ended up getting thrown out just like uh, the the women's match. And I just... I just uh, oh, I don't know. I just... It, it just it, it's just... Yeah, no, no, no. I respect it. I absolutely respect it. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, uh, the the tag team match was a good match for a while, for a little bit. It was a really good match, and then it ended up getting thrown out. I think, uh, yeah, they were just in the ring all at the same time, and the and the ref was just like, "Forget it," he threw it out, and. I was I, I was disappointed. I mean, I uh, I would be d- disappointed just as much if if, um, if I was cheering for the new day, but I was cheering for Cesaro and Shinsuke to win the SmackDown Tag Team Championship because I'm intrigued by that. You know, they they look like a good team in the ring, and you know the, they definitely both have uh, outstanding ability individually. Together, I think you know if they if they won the tag team championship, I think they could they could hold on to it for uh, a couple of months, maybe you know. But uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. And uh, I, I, what? Okay, so what I truly feel like is that the fanship is required. To make sure us as in fans remained enthralled to the product. The 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 problem the problem that I saw with the product was not the conduciveness of it, but was the uh the fanship of it. We as in fans provide that unique flair that is the unspoken rule that that wrestling isn't prepared for. When we provide that perspective as monks wrestling fans... When that occurs, that's when wrestling as a whole can go. That's the nut I need to hold on to. And therefore, because there is no uh, fan fanship, there's no there's no organicness to the product. Amongst the whole board, the product becomes not only complacent, but it doesn't have the authentic 
feel of us creating a part of it. How I explain this, right? And it's going to be a little trippy for you. Did you know Betty Crockett, Betty Crocker, Mm -hmm. right? When Betty Crocker, the whole like cupcake, like that whole cupcake Mm -hmm. mix, right? At the beginning of the whole cupcake mix, when it was just add water, it failed. Yeah. But, but, but when they decided as a whole cupcake mix to say, oh, not only add water, but we want you to add the egg into it, it became a whole thing. Therefore, it became a, a most wanted product that I need to buy because it was so inclusive. What makes wrestling so wanted and being a part of is we add the egg that makes it gel and glue together that makes that thing so palatable. So we add this part that this shit sucks, this shit sucks. This shit is awesome, this shit is awesome. Fight forever, Fight forever. These things are we, the wrestling fans, add that the product has not had. And therefore, it kind of ends up sounding almost like a hockey match. Yeah. It it legitimately sounds like a hockey game. Like it doesn't have that. Doesn't it? And, uh, I, I must say, from an AEW perspective, watching, uh, shout out, shout out to, uh, I must say, shout out to Mac Miller, his album, watching, watching movies with the sound off, taught me actually how to even interpret things. Like I don't watch it just once, but I actually watch it twice, once with the sound on, once with the sound off. And is it the same product that I'm watching? And the energy that I'm watching doesn't correlate. Like, wrestling needs fans. Because it sounds like I'm watching or watching a hockey game. And if you want to say I'm wrong, please say I'm wrong. Please... Add your input, pillar to post, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, off the top rope with a, uh, no, actually, I don't want to go off the top rope. I want to go off the fucking middle rope with a Vader bomb. I want you to say, I want you to ask me, ask us questions, quandaries, concerns, anything, because we are wrestling fans, this is a battle royal. So I want you to give us the truth, nothing but the truth, because we provide the universe. We put it out. We are the best. And uh, and I, I believe that. I believe that because we, we're not fake about it. We, we can't be bought. We will not be bought. This is Ring Addicts. I will drag myself to a ring over and over. 
And I wanna before I go any further, may I shout out my guy Mouse to plug us through, sir? Of course, Blaze, no problem. Uh, you can email the podcast at Ring Addicts Pod. That's Ring Addicts Pod P O D at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Ring Addicts Pod. You can join us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash groups. Uh, forward slash rig addicts you can if you're a walkie-talkie enthusiast please join us on zello the channel name is ring addicts and you can catch our podcast on spotify and apple podcasts and and uh, as always this podcast is brought to you by and sponsored by anchor anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast um download it on your phone's app store or go to anchor.fm to get started Woo! Uh, and of course, none other than Bask in My Glory, Keith Lee, the now new reigning, defending, undisputed <laughs> champion, not only of the North American title, but also the NXT Championship. Ending the night in the victorious basking of glory. And um, I was thoroughly happy, thoroughly pleased in this uh, product that uh, WWE provided me. And uh, I, I want to provide it to Matt Attack. How do we go into the next part of this evening? Uh, we we're starting raw now. Do, do we shall shall we go into raw yeah. house or let's get it on with raw? Okay, let's go. Already, uh, I started. I'll off lead you with, in. Um, the M- the VIP lounge MVP uh, starts it off. Um, his guest uh, is Dolph Ziggler, and uh, you know, hello. Oh, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Yo, hello, 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 hello. Can you hear hello? me? I hello? can hear both can you hear of me? you just fine. Oh shit! Okay, I was like, I couldn't I... hear anybody. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, about we're we're talking about raw. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the VIP lounge starts off raw. Um. Uh, he brought out his guest, uh, Dolph Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler and him just talk about uh, how how much uh, they think McIntyre is non appreciative of Dolph Ziggler, of Dolph Ziggler helping Drew McIntyre become the, the Scottish psychopath and uh, giving him a break, and you know. Uh, bringing him into, into onto Raw, 
and uh, you know, uh, I guess teaching him and training him and everything, and uh, <clears throat> they just think that McIntyre uh, didn't appreciate any of that, and um, <clears throat> basically. Um, Dolph Ziggler just just basically uh, talked about that mostly, and then uh, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I I do want to add. Uh, let me add this to Dolph Ziggler's rant. I'll add this to Dolph Ziggler's rant. Um, <clears throat> as watching, um. Drew McIntyre's career, he did, uh, Dolph Ziggler added to true points to his character. Did he, did Drew McIntyre forget the, the stepping stones that propelled him to the top of the mountain? Did he deny opportunities that those stepping stones that, uh, propelled him to the top of the ladder, which was a great, I guess, cutting point that 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 Dolph Ziggler was ab- actually able to provide for uh, setting the storyline to this match, which I was kind of mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh, there's a, a bit of a gray and dark area to, to, to see this this uh, picture develop. And uh, uh, I, it has me, it has me on the tip of my toes because it uh, involves the, the, obviously, the title, the main title that that is held amongst um, amongst them all as the crown jewel. So um I I I'm excited for it because of the yes. Okay. Louis, come on. And I I must say Yeah, uh <clears throat> yeah, uh, so M- M- McIntyre comes out, and uh, McIntyre tells MVP that he's not that he's not gonna tear up his set again. He's not gonna claim more, and he says that this is about Dolph Ziggler. And he basically just tells tells Ziggler that um, uh, you know he's he's gonna ruin him. He's gonna you know this isn't. The, uh, you know, like he's not looking at this as being like, you know, him versus Dolph Ziggler as, as like the, the two of them are gonna are gonna get up and shake each other's hands. You know, this is this is something McIntyre is going up there and he's going to put um, he's gonna put Ziggler in his place and he's gonna. And whatever the stipulation may be, I'm sure McIntyre is going to be very well. And especially, especially such a caveat to the whole story is that Drew, that Drew McIntyre does not know what the stipulation is to the match till actually night of. 
Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant, which is an actual brilliant ploy, I must say, from uh, from Dolph Ziggler. I oh, yeah. must say it's a it's a great ploy. As a fan, like it makes me go, hmm. I need to watch this to see what kind of tactic Dolph Ziggler employs. Like it, it has me definitely watching, uh, and uh, the story develops not only that. Even the prior weeks involving his his actual team member from 3MB, Keith Slater. What a touch. What a touch mm-hmm. from WWE where, where they are able to pull Keith Slater. And, I mean, I, you know, that pulled at my heartstrings. Yeah, I pulled down my heartstrings being like, Keith Slater's like, listen, I have a family to feed and uh, I I can't even go through it and to talk about it, just knowing that I've watched so much of this since I was a six-year-old kid, so like, I've grown with these these characters and uh, some of them I, that uh, tried to force their way down my throat, which I will not allow that to happen. Pause. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> but Alas, alas, yeah. WWE, the show, was a, was a solid show. Um, mm-hmm. I do, I, I was happy with it, uh, but let, let's go further into the WWE oh. show. Uh, did you, uh, how'd you feel about the whole uh, Seth Rollins? Uh, the Seth Rollins thing, um, <clears throat> I... See, I, I I very much want Ray to win this, uh, um, and you know I I seriously don't want either one of them to really actually pull out the other's eye. I I, I really hope that this is that this is gonna be like uh, yeah like like I I I don't want to see that, and you know I don't want that to happen to Ray because. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ray isn't under contract with WWE right now, and you know if they want to, if they want to like have have Ray, you know, like not with them anymore, and, and this be his like send off, then like do it another way. Don't be good, you know. Um, I I honestly hope uh, after this. Uh, it's still able to see. But, yeah, uh, I I don't know how they're gonna pull this. Yes, yeah, I don't I don't know either. I'm uh, I'm I'm very very intrigued, but at the same time, I'm very like j- just frustrated and confused at at at, at why wh- why they have to make it be like a gore a gorific. Uh, yeah. You, you know, like, I mean, uh, horror is fine, but like, I mean, we're in the middle of July. It's not October yet, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, like, I'm all for horror. I love horror. I, I've been watching horror movies since since I was like 
five years old, you know, and, and I'm like all for that. But, you know, it's uh, the summer. It's, I don't need to see that. It's, it's just, you know, you're mixing, you're mixing it in with the wrong time period, yeah. time period. And it's just, a, it's, I don't, I, I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I can't wait to see what happens because I want to know that Rey Mysterio is going to be okay. But you know, I, I, I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna be looking away a lot because. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, if, I mean, it's not that I'm I'm very squeamish. It's the fact that if the if Ray is really gonna get his eyes teared out of his head. I'm not gonna want to watch that. that <laughs> that's a guy. That's a guy I've been watching since since 1996, <laughs> and you know, I just uh, I've been in love with him since. You know, yeah, or 95, 95, yeah, yeah 90, 95. Shit, yeah, probably 95. I've been, we've been <laughs> yeah, because because he, he was he was definitely already there a year when the NWO showed up, so it was definitely 95. Yo, you there? Boys? Damn, I can't hear Blaze. Yeah, not sure what happened there. Um, yeah, Blaise. so... So I have no idea where he went. Um... So do you want to just continue raw? Uh yeah, I'll um I'll just go and if he comes back, he comes back. But um yeah, I'll just uh I'll just continue it. Um yeah, uh so the Rollins The Rollins thing. Alright, no, I'm gonna go into this um backstage. Charlie asks Andrade and Angel Garza how they will manage to get on the same page against the Viking Raiders. <clears throat> Zelina jumps in and says, and says Garza and Andrade, Garza and Andrade are better than everyone on the roster and the women including. Charlie seems to be getting a little uh, hot and bothered by um, by Angel Garza. Angel Garza's Angel Garza. It seems like Angel Garza and Charlie have uh, possibly are possibly uh, maybe getting to know each other a little bit better. We don't. I don't know just yet. Doesn't seem like there's anything too much going on, but it's possible that that uh, things could be um, in motion for, for that. Um, I, I believe it's just storyline, but uh, you never know with WWE until you find out uh, on the internet. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, <clears throat> so Charlie seems to be like, you know, distracted uh, um, at first she's distracted by uh, 
Ivar or uh, by Angel Garza, then distracted by Ivar, and Ivar uh, takes takes the uh, this rose that Garza had that he was he was gonna probably give it to Charlie, but he takes it from from Garza and gives it to Charlie himself. So it was a uh, kind of a kind of kind of funny, <laughs> but um. Anyway, so that segment ends, and I think uh, it was a commercial. Commercial, and then what was the next thing? Hold on, my notes are a little bit screwed up here. Okay, sorry about that. So now we have the elimination tag team match the Viking Raiders versus Andrade and Angel Dars and It was a good, great match. <clears throat> Back and forth. But uh, Eric, Eric would get hit with with Andrade's hammerlock to eliminate him. So Eric is now eliminated. Now it's just it's just Ivar versus Andrade and Angel Garza. <clears throat> um, Ivar looked. Maybe like he was about to eliminate Garza when uh, Andrade was able to um, stop the pin. And then um, Garza um, reversed uh, what I think uh, Ivar was trying to do, uh, like, a, a, like he uh, like kind of like sits up on the top rope and like kind of puts his legs out and try. He's trying to, like, uh, push Garza down on the ground. And Garza uh, just held on and, like, used, it, used the ropes as leverage and just powerbombed him, kind of, and got the one, two, three. So uh, Angel Garza and Andrade have a clean sweep of the Viking Raiders, which is... Pretty good for their uh, their group, their crew. Uh, Zelina Vega uh, proves people wrong about the fact that there is uh, tension. There seems to be uh, no, not much tension going on right now. They seem to be uh, working it out, and um, yeah, I can uh, I can see this uh, combination of of Garza and Andrade uh, eventually. Uh, capturing tab- tag team gold, and uh, 
<clears throat> so so yeah now we move on and now Sarah Schreiber is backstage with Ruby Riot when the Iconics immediately cut them off they make fun of Riot for not having any fun, any friends and not being able to get a partner for their tag team match tonight. In comes Bianca Belair into this uh, little interview. And Bianca Belair uh, is going to be Ru- Ruby Riot's partner for tonight. So it's the Iconics versus Bianca Belair and Ruby Riot. It was a great match back and forth. It was a, you know, awesome match. Um, I, I, I liked what I saw out of uh, the EST and the R-I-O-T-T. Uh, they worked very well together. And, uh, yeah, and they got the win. So, they got the win. um Bianca Belair uh, gave her KOD Kiss of Death finisher, and uh, they picked up the win. And now in the back, WWE 24-7 champion R-Truth walks up to Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Truth congratulates Ricochet on becoming the MVP of Raw. Ricochet says he's facing Bobby Lashley with MVP tonight. He's not the MVP of Raw. (laughs) R-Truth gets things very, very confused a lot. (laughs) Alexander says Truth should be worried about facing Randy Orton. But our truth says he's facing Ric Flair. <laughs> Alexander reminds him that Flair challenged our truth on behalf of Orton. Our <laughs> truth looks worried and walks off. <laughs> and then he comes in contact with Akira Tazawa and asks him to teach him how to be a black belt in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> I was actually, uh, he said, he actually said, hey, can you teach me how to be a black belt in the next uh, six, seven, eight minutes? (laughs) So now we have Tazawa, Tazawa declines and tries to tries to roll him up for the title, but R-Truth kicks out Tazawa, and the ninjas come up, so Ricochet and Alexander join Truth. R-Truth challenges Tazawa in the ring now. So, now it's Akira Tazawa is is already in the ring with the ninjas. WWE 24-7 champion R-Truth makes his entrance and isn't happy with Tazawa. The ninjas while the ninjas while he's alone 
all of a sudden Shayna Baszler's music hits. She makes her way to the ring and, and Tazawa looks nervous. Tazawa sends a, a ninja to her, but she takes the ninja out with the, the Kurafuda clutch. That's a very, very weird word, but I've been waiting to say that word. <laughs> it's the Kurafuda clutch. Okay. All right. So I'm just going off my notes here and everything. Um, <clears throat> Baszler kicks and knees the next ninja down. Finally, the third ninja gets punched and turned inside out with a gut run shoot suplex. Tazawa and R Truth both decide to leave. And so now Baszler basically, go, basically goes on. Uh, gets on the mic, and uh, she goes off on a little tirade, saying that you know she's back, and um, and you know she's um, you know she's back, and the uh, the women's division needs to be on notice uh, because uh, she's about to like run through them and everything. Not in those words. I thought. I think she used other words, but she was. Uh, she was. You know. She's. She's on the hunt to to getting. Um, you know. Back in. The, she's. She wants to get back on the title hunt. You know, and um, I think uh, my view on 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 uh, Shayna Baszler is this. I like her. She's she's great. She's dominant. She's big. She can throw uh, throw uh, like women almost half her size around like uh, like rag dolls. You know, it's it's just ridiculous. Her strength is is uh, outstanding. Um, her skills are outstanding. Uh, she's like she's a big bully, but like you know, she's. A very very good wrestler, and you know I I can't wait for someone to come along and finally shuts shuts Shayna Baszler up. I really can't. I I, I I I like I love her. I love her her wrestling technique. I love her character and everything. But I love but but that's what this you know that's why that's what we are. We're ring addicts, and like I just. I, I can't. I love when there's a big bully that you know likes to pick on people, throw people around, and pick on them and everything like that. I, I love when that happens, and then they finally meet somebody that they're not gonna pick pick on anymore. You know, and I just you know I I, I really can't wait to see you know. Uh, somebody come up and answer Shayna Baszler, you know. Um, Dave was saying earlier that it should be Mia Yim. I, I agree with that. I agree. I mean, Mia Yim could, uh, could uh, you know, she could be a real badass and, uh, you know, she gets drafted up to Raw or, you know, wherever uh, Shayna Baszler is. Shayna Baszler is on Raw right now. 
if uh, Mia Yim gets drafted up there, that would be that'd be good. I think that would be great. But uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> so that was uh, it's a great, great. It was a honestly a great night of Raw last night, but uh, unfortunately, um, we've already done Great American Bash, and I started on Raw, but unfortunately. Uh, we're running out of time here tonight, and uh, so I'm basically gonna uh, leave this off. I be- I know where we are. Um, yep, I, uh, we're right at, after uh, Shayna Baszler having her interview and saying that she's back. So I'm gonna um, just wrap this up and. Uh, my buddy uh, Mouse can come in and do some plugs and um, just uh, sign us off, and uh, we will we will uh, continue raw maybe tomorrow night or maybe before we do uh, Dynamite and NXT on Thursday night. But we'll see what happens. Uh, so yeah, um, Mouse, if you will please. Uh, like if you want to like finish the other matches you have, just do them quickly, and then we can just wrap up. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. 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 I can do that. I can do that. I can definitely do that. Yeah. I'll just skip all the uh all like whatever drama there is, and I'll just do like all the matches. So. Okay. <clears throat> Murphy with Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black with Kevin Owens. Uh, great match. Um, <clears throat> it was a great match. Uh Owens on the outside, Murphy on the outside. Um, you know, there was a little bit of, uh, you know, this and that and everything. But it was a great match. But um, unfortunately, Aleister Black wins by disqualification. And, uh, yeah. So now it's Seth Rollins versus... Kevin Owens. <clears throat> with Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, and Dominic all at ringside. Um, Buddy Murphy got um, beat up, I guess, and he was like, he uh, like just disappeared after that. But um, so now it's Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Uh, So, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> great match. Good match. Yep, back and forth, a great match. 
And uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, really, really great match back and forth. The <clears throat> Owens hit Owens hit Rollins with a stunner and got the win. So that was a great match, and and Owens gets the win with a stunner. Now, WWE 24-7 champion versus Randy Orton. R-Truth versus Randy Orton with Ric Flair. The bell rings, but R-Truth asks Orton to hold on because he wants to talk to Ric Flair. Orton goes to attack, but R-Truth... Fights back and clubs uh, clubs away at at him. R Truth goes for a scissor kick, but Orton moves. Orton drops him with an R- RKO for the win. So that was a short match. Orton wins. Obviously, we knew that Orton was going to win. Um, so Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Ricochet with Cedric Alexander. Good match, great match. Um, well, I mean, it was a good match, but it was just a good match because it was like you know, somewhat of ricochet getting you know here and there, but you know, Bobby slapped on um, the full Nelson, and uh, you know, Ricochet had no choice but to tap out, you know. And um, and here is the pay per view. The uh, ooh, the main event. Wow, wow, why did I say the main event is the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship: Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, I was really looking forward to this match. Uh, great match, back and forth. Uh, you know, uh, I, lo- I loved what I saw out of EO. EO was uh, very, very much on top of her game after being out for a while. Well, she had a match last week too, but um, yeah, she was she was a lot a, a lot better. You know, it seems like she over her her head injury that uh, was sustained by Nia Jax, but. Um, but it was a great match back and forth. Unfortunately, though, Sasha Banks and Bailey come up with the win. Uh, you know, uh, just I can't stand Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> I really can't. But um, but yeah, uh, Sasha and Bailey win, and uh, that was basically the end of it. The end of the uh, show. So, so yeah, that's about it. And um, so we got got through that uh, that raw real real quick there, without uh, like too much. And uh, yeah, so we're uh, gonna sign off now. If you want to do the plugs, and uh, we'll just uh, you know we'll be all set. Uh, live from the Rantoul Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts. This was Ring Addicts. You can email the at 
the podcast at Ring Addicts Pod. That's Ring Addicts Pod, P O D, at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Ring Addicts Pod. You can join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Ring Addicts. If you like walkie talkies, join us on Zello. The name of the channel is Ring Addicts. Um, <clears throat> you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. If uh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. And as always, Anch- uh, <clears throat> our podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Download it on your phone's app store today or just go to anchor.fm to get started. For Blaze, for Mad Attack, I am Mouse, and we will catch you Wednesday. Uh, we will catch you Thursday night for the collar and elbow tie up. This was Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. Everybody have a great night.